game is done. Hey, everybody loves Tim K. Let me hear you. Time for Dodger Talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. Tim Cates is great. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit Tankless Made Simple. And by Chevrolet. Find new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk, Tim Cates. A happy flight home for the Dodgers after a 5-3 win in San Francisco. Hi, everybody, and welcome into Dodger Talk here on AM570 LA Sports. As the Dodgers get the win, despite Clayton Kershaw having to leave the game before the start of the bottom half of the fifth inning with a lower back pain, sounds like it flared up on him. We heard from him in the clubhouse show. Certainly not good news for the Dodger left-hander, but the Dodgers get the win on the field. Chris Martin, the win in relief. in a game that got kind of heated in the middle of the sixth inning, Mookie Betts got glared at by Harlan Garcia. Gabe Kapler got ejected. The rivalry in full effect there as the Giants and Dodgers squared off and Maybe some frustration on the Giants' part. I also certainly don't think the Giants reliever, Harlan Garcia, needs to be doing the Dodgers celebration head tap on the head after striking out Bellinger and Outman. I mean, you're losing the game. At this point, you're on the verge of being swept. You're a team that's under 500 and underachieved, and you decide to do that. But that's for them to deal with. The Dodgers get the revenge on the field. Mookie Betts, a three-run home run. Trey Turner, a solo home run. His 18th of the season as the Dodgers get the win 5-3. to 866-987-2570. 866-987-2570. Jump on board. We'll be here for the next 20 minutes or so talking some Dodgers baseball as the Dodgers finish this road trip 7-1. and one. How about that? They go to Denver. They take 3-4. of four. And then they get the four-game sweep of San Francisco. Remember, they swept the Giants already in four games at Dodger Stadium. So they've won eight straight against the San Francisco Giants. The first time they've done that since 1979. And they go into San Francisco for the first time since 1977 and get a four-game sweep over their arch rivals in the Bay Area. Today, it was Clayton Kershaw and the bullpen who came up big. How many times have we said that? that the bullpen has come up big for this Dodgers team out of necessity, whether guys get hurt or whether guys just have poor starts to a game. They've come up clutch so many times, high leverage situations, low leverage situations, uh, in a blowout situation, mop-up duty, whatever it may be today, it was because of the injury to Clayton Kershaw. The Dodgers were leading 4-2 to two when Clayton Kershaw couldn't go in and pitch the bottom of the fifth. So Phil Bickford had to get stretched out, loosened up really quick, and get ready to go out there. He walked the first batter that he faced, but he settled in, had a scoreless inning. Chris Martin, he gets the win after a 1-2-3-6 inning. Caleb Ferguson put up a zero on the scoreboard. Alex Vesia struck out two of the three batters he faced. And then there's Craig Kimbrell, who in the ninth inning got a ground ball out, a double to Brandon Belt, a fly ball out to deep center field, a wild pitch, scored a run, but then struck out the final batter he faced to get the save his 20th of the season. But man, a 5-2 lead going into the ninth inning certainly doesn't feel too great with Craig Kimbrell going out there right now as he walks that high wire out every single time he's out there. But he comes through with the save. The Dodgers get the win. The only bad news is Clayton Kershaw and that lower back pain that he had to leave the game with today. We heard from him in the clubhouse show in case you missed it. He said 
It's discomfort. It's It doesn't feel good. It didn't really elaborate if it felt the same as it did earlier in the season when he missed a month with the SI joint inflammation. Didn't elaborate if it was something from the same injury from a year ago or two years ago when he had two stints on the IL with a back injury. Didn't really elaborate too much. You can tell the frustration in his voice when talking to Dave Vasse in the media there uh, just a little bit ago. He's going to head back to L.A. with the team. Rest on it tonight, sleep on it. Hopefully it loosens up and feels better tomorrow and then get some more tests on it tomorrow. So we'll see what is in store for Clayton Kershaw and maybe an IL stint, maybe just a couple of days rest. Fingers crossed, Dodger fans, that is the case. 866-987-2570 is the number. Tomorrow night, want to make sure we mention this as many times as we can. Tomorrow night, the Dodgers are going to take on the Padres at, at Dodger Stadium. And tomorrow night, the Dodgers have a special pregame tribute to the legendary broadcaster Vince Scully. The game starts at 7.10, but we're asking all fans, get to your seats by 6.30. Get there by 6.30. The team is going to have a uh, great ceremony and a chance for all fans to pay their respects to the uh, Dodger broadcaster uh, they're going to have a, a banner set up. They're going to have uh, possession set out, and they're going to have an opportunity for you to pay tribute to Vin Scully. So again, get there for the pregame tri- uh, tribute. That's going to start at six thirty. Six thirty tomorrow night. First pitch is seven ten. So if you're going to the game, I know it's almost a sellout, if not already a sellout. I went on Dodgers.com by the way about two hours ago to see what kind of tickets were still available. And there was only singles left in the outfield pavilion. So my imagination is that uh, I imagine that is now gone and it is officially a sellout. But get there early if you're heading to the game tomorrow, 630 in your seats, first pitch at 710. 866-987-2570 is our number. All right, let's go out to the phones. Let's go to, who's going to start things off? Bill and Mission Viejo. Go ahead and start things off here on this Thursday afternoon. How you doing, Bill? Hey, thanks for taking my call. 77, uh, sort of his first year in a World Series appearance, so. That was a very good year. I was going to ask a question. When you see uh, these stats posted uh, on a telecast mm-hmm. and you have like three percentages with slant in the middle, is that like OBS and on-base percentage all rolled into the uh, batting average? Is that, what, is that what that usually means when they show that? Yeah, on-base percentage, average, you see all that there. OPS is the number they show there. So, yeah, that's all the, the stats, and that's all up-to-date and current every single time they're up. Right, so that's what that, that means, yeah, and then that's when you see a, like a high eight eight nine three. That could be like an on base percentage sometime or seven. Usually, that's OPS. You know, on base percentage is usually you know uh, four hundred, five hundred if you're really good. And OPS, um, you're looking, you know, you want around a thousand or the one point zero 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 is what you're kind of looking at. So you see something that's a point eight nine nine or a point eight hundred. That's a really good OPS. Anything over point eight hundred um, is a really good OPS. Yeah, really what's good. the batting average usually uh, with that? Usually around at least 280 or something? Maybe. Maybe. It all depends. It. Usually if you got a high average, you're getting on base, you're hitting for slug, that number, that uh, OPS is always a high number. Bill, I appreciate it. Love stocking stats, but uh, got to keep it moving. 866-987-2570. Steven LaHabra is next up here on Postgame Dodger Talk after the Dodgers get the win over the Giants 5-3 to in San Francisco. Hi, Steve. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hope I get to see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, hope you're out there. Should be a fun time. Petro some money, uh, fifth tour stop at an HQ Gastro Pub right there on 5th and PCH. We'll be out there 3 to 6. I'll have a pregame show as well. Yeah, I'll be taking the OCTD number 29. That way uh, I can have one more extra. But anyway, why don't they just rest rest Kershaw, uh, you know, until, say, you know, a couple weeks until the playoffs? The Dodgers have a great lead. You, You don't want him, you know, tweaking his back three weeks before the playoffs start. 
uh, he has enough stats. He has enough wins. He has enough everything. We just need him for the playoffs. Why yeah. don't they do that? All right, Steve, I appreciate it. You've got a couple of off days next week, Monday and Thursday, which are going to help alleviate and give guys extra days of rest like Julio Arias and the guys in this rotation. But uh, keep in mind, Mitch White got traded away at the deadline. So an arm that you relied upon a lot this year to plug in because of injuries, to get a start because a guy needed a break or was on the IL, he's not available anymore. So the Dodgers with Kershaw going down, if it's something that involves an IL stint, 15 days minimum, Urias has really emerged. Tyler Anderson, Tony Gonsolin, Andrew Heaney, your four guys, you're going to need a fifth starter. Um, you don't have the luxury of, of having just a four-man rotation at this point of the season because you like to give some guys maybe an extra day off. you got the off days, which will certainly help next week. But that's where the, a Dustin May is going to come into effect. Dustin May last night pitched in AAA Oklahoma City. They were in Salt Lake City, I believe, playing that game last night. Dustin May in three starts. In AAA Oklahoma City, he's given up two runs on nine over nine innings and 15 strikeouts. Last night, Dustin May, in his start, four innings, one run, two hits, a walk, and six strikeouts. They're ramping him up. So by no means is he ready to go out there and throw you know, six innings, 75 pitches, 80 pitches. He, he's not at that point yet. They'd like to get him at least two more starts before trying to figure out what to do with him in the rotation. There wasn't a spot for him, so he had the luxury of kind of keeping him in AAA and kind of let him go through the mo- not you know get get that ramp up and get that arm strengthened up. Well, now if Clayton Kershaw's got to go in the IL, this changes things. They may have to bring up Dustin May to fill that void in the rotation. Eight six six nine eight seven two five seventy. Sebastian in Irvine, you are next up on Dodger Talk on this Thursday afternoon. After the Dodgers win in San Francisco again, five to three. Hey, what's up, Tim Kate? What's up, Sebastian? I'm, uh, man. Man, same story as always. I guess this whole season is just a little, uh, a little worrisome about the pitching. Um, I know you said, uh, you know, Orias is doing good and Gonsolin and Anderson, but I'm still a little um, concerned about Heaney. Hopefully, he'll be able to get through the season. But I just want to talk about uh, Garcia and Mookie Betts. I mean, <laughs> that was kind of uh, that was kind of funny. I mean. I guess I'm in the minority. I kind of like seeing that stuff nowadays in baseball. But when you're 100 games back, down by three <laughs> runs, and you just struck out a and you just struck out a minor leaguer, I mean, yeah. you, I mean, you can't really be doing that stuff in showboating. If you if you struck out the the big three in a row, that's something completely different. But I just had yeah. to laugh. That's all it was. Yeah, Sebastian, I'm with you, and I appreciate the phone call. It, it, you have to know the room, know the situation, know what's happening, not only in the game, but happening around you in this series and this season. This is the Giants team, four games under 500. This is the Giants team on the verge of being swept again in a four-game series by the Dodgers. This is the Giants team that is way back in the division. This is the Giants team that's completely underperformed this season. And Harlan Garcia, after striking out Cody Bellinger and James Altman in the top half of the sixth inning, dabbed his head a couple of times, what the Dodgers do when they hit a home run or they score a run or have a big base hit, and he directed it towards Mookie Betts, who was on deck, and Mookie put his hands up. It's like, what, huh, what are you doing? And you heard him in the post game uh, with Kirsten say, I don't know what he was doing. I had no idea what he was trying to accomplish, or I don't know why he was directed at me. He even kind of made the motion like, I'm confused. And for Mookie to go out there and just continue to, to be mellow and the Dodgers bench to keep their cool was awesome. Unlike the Giants, Gabe Kapler ejected. He was going crazy, yelling at the umpires. I don't know what he was arguing or what he could be possibly 
trying to argue in defense of his team or his pitcher, but he did. And the Dodgers uh, get the last laugh. They get the win over the Giants, 5-3, to three, and they get the sweep in San Francisco. Eight straight now against the Giants for the first time since 1979. 866-987-2570. When we're done here in a little bit, it'll be the Petros Money Show. The guys will be with you until 7 o'clock tonight. But let's go to Todd in Torrance. Is next up here on post-game Dodger Talk on AM570 LA Sports. Hi, Todd. Hey, first off, really nice to see uh, Musgrove get touched up today by the Rockies. That yeah. was um, something that I didn't expect to see happening and maybe gave us a little glimpse into him maybe uh, letting something happen down the road when we actually maybe meet in the playoffs. But I uh, just want to talk about Vin and, and this week and just really couldn't believe the timing being that it was during a series against the Giants and how much both of those franchises meant to him obviously the Dodgers, but growing up in New York and being a Giants fan as a kid, those are the two most important franchises in his life, and he passed away yeah. on one of only 19 days in the year where it could have been where he passed away while those two teams are playing each other. I just thought it would be so crazy and serendipitous. That's a great point, Dodd, and I appreciate the phone call. That That, that is <laughs> – I don't know if it's ironic, but thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, grew up in New York, grew up loving the Giants, the voice of the Dodgers for seven decades, uh, called his last game in San Francisco in that regular season game in which they named uh, the booth after him. Uh, I mean, what a way to go, right? I mean, 94 years old, a a great life that he lived, uh, what he has seen over the the years uh, on this earth. I mean, just... Uh, truly blessed was Vin Scully, and we were so lucky to have him as the voice of the Dodgers for seven decades. And again, tomorrow night, they're going to pay tribute to Vin Scully at Dodgers Stadium with a special pregame ceremony. Uh, that is happening tomorrow at 6.30. So again, if you're going to the game, it's a sellout. Be there early. Get into your seat early by 6.30. If you can, get to the stadium early. Whatever you do, get there early as the team commemorates the Hall of Famer who passed away just a couple of days ago at the age of 94. Fans will also have a chance to pay their respects in various locations throughout Dodger Stadium. Behind the Vince Scully press box, which was named after the icon, the I Miss You banner from the Scully's last game will be on display. Additionally, some of Vince's most prized possessions is World Series rings, will be on display as well in the Dodger Stadium lobby. A new tribute to Vin will be added to the display. Additionally, miniature versions of Scully's microphone from the Dodgers Ring of Honor will be placed in existing uh, displays at Dodger Stadium. And fans are encouraged to stop for a moment whenever they pass one of those icons to read more about Vin, his life, and his legacy. 866-987-2570 is our number. Andrew in Torrance. Hey, busy in Torrance today here on Dodger Talk. Andrew, how you doing? Good, man. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking, you know, you guys are talking about, you know, what if we have to rush Dustin May? Mm-hmm. I mean, we held on to Bobby Miller. I mean, that could always be an option as well, you know. I think Pepio would be Dustin more of an May. option before Bobby Miller, but you're right. They kept the arms of, of Bobby Miller and Ryan Pepio certainly for a reason. I think Pepio would be before Bobby Miller just because he's he's gone up and down already. Yeah, he's already kind of he's already on the 40-man roster. He's been up yeah. and down. I mean, I think he's pitched pretty well so far this season as well. Um, but I think there's other options besides, like, hey, let's rush Dustin May because we really want him for that stretch run. Yeah. Yeah, you want him for the stretch run, no doubt about it. I pre- think we lost you there, Andrew, but I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, you're, you're not rushing him back. It's not like he's going to be asked to do something he's not ready for. I mean, he's made three starts already, and he's been ramped up at Campbellback Ranch 
to get to that point. I mean, it's not just like he picked up a baseball after Tommy John surgery. He's like, hey, go out and make some starts. You're ready to go. Uh, hurry up. No, he's been strengthening his arm. He's been throwing bullpen sessions. He's been throwing simulated games. He's been throwing on the side. He's getting his work in. And then you get to the minor league rehab starts where he's in AAA Oklahoma City right now, having made three starts, given up two runs in nine innings, 15 strikeouts. Last night, his deepest outing, four innings, one run, two hits, a walk and six strikeouts against Salt Lake City. So the the plan was, and David Vasse talked about this on the pregame show, the plan was to get him... Um, you know, maybe another two starts in AAA before calling him up. But maybe one more and then call him up. Maybe if Clayton Kershaw, fingers crossed, he doesn't have to go on the IL. Let's let's think best case scenario that, you know, some day, couple of days of rest, two off days will help him out and he can stay in the rotation. But if they have to skip him or he goes on the IL, Ryan Pepio is certainly an option for this Dodgers team uh, before rushing, not net rushing, but going to Dustin May, who maybe needs one more start to get to five innings, 60 pitches, somewhere in that time frame. 866-987-2570. 866-987-2570 is the number. Let's go to Mitch in New Jersey. It's next up. Mitch, how you doing? Tim, how's everything? Good, Mitch. How you doing? Good, good. You know, everything went well. Grandfather now, 24 days. Hey, congratulations. Um, um, thanks. You know, I'm a hypochondriac, so everything went well. Those doctors are amazing. Sorry to hear about Vin. Uh, I, only got to, I only got to hear him on you know, national broadcasts and football, too. Um, what do you think, uh, Trey, Trey Turner? Could be MVP. Hope they can keep him. Do you think they will keep him next year? And uh, hopefully we can keep uh, six uh, Joey Gallo. I yeah, well, I think that's the plan is to try to fix Joey Gallo, and I appreciate it, Mitch. Um, they picked up Joey Gallo because this is the Dodgers team that needed another left-handed power-swinging bat. They let Jake Lamb go in a trade to the Seattle Mariners, and by doing so, you bring in a guy who was just an all-star a year ago, a guy who had success in Texas, but has certainly fallen on hard times uh, in New York with the Yankees and wanted to get out of there as fast as possible. Now, with that being said, can he fix his swing here in the next two months? You'd like to think the Dodgers could get working with him, maybe look at some techniques, maybe look at his approach, uh, maybe look at um, his mechanics in the, in the box there and fix him quickly. I know they're working with Max Muncy, but look what Muncy's happening. He's just started to pick things up here in the last week uh, and, and getting going after really all season struggling at the plate, even with the elbow injury that he was returning from. So I, I think it's, again, a, a best-case scenario. Joey Gallo can figure it out and get back to the Joey Gallo that he was the last couple of years when he was in Texas. And if you get that Joey Gallo, man, I mean, you've lucked out if you're the Dodgers. You've you certainly found uh, lightning in a bottle, if so to speak, there with, with a left-handed power-hitting Joey Gallo. If not, I don't think it's anything that's lost for the Dodgers. Certainly, they'd be nice to to have him off the bench, but this Dodgers team is so deep, and when you're getting guys back that are healthy and certainly seeing what James Outman has been able to do, uh, certainly helps out the cause. 866-987-2570. Seth in Culver City is next up on Dodger Talk here on AM570. Hi, Seth. Hey, what's going on, Tim? Um, just wanted to talk a little bit about, I mean, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but the postseason and the starting rotation options with Kershaw, you know, potentially being hurt now. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of see it like this. I'd love to hear your take after I'm, you know, I'll let you, I'll take it off the air. But I see if, if, if Urias is healthy and somehow Dustin May comes back to the form that we saw him before he got hurt mm-hmm. and somehow Bueller comes back healthy. I mean, I put us up against literally, we're the, we got to be the favorites with our offense going into that postseason run. But if a couple of those pieces don't work out, May, Bueller, now how do you feel about going out there with, you know, guys like Anderson, who's been awesome all year, 
Gonsolin has been awesome all year, but I don't know. I mean, playoffs, those type of pitchers, sometimes it doesn't quite pan out uh, with their stuff. So just love to hear your take on that. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate the phone call. You know, we, I love to play the game. Look ahead to the uh, look ahead to the postseason and how things kind of slot up. Uh, I think what's been a, a great blessing for the Dodgers has been what Julio Arias has done in his last nine starts. He's eight zero in his last nine starts. A guy who got snubbed for the All Star game. Maybe he didn't have the numbers necessarily then, but he's pitched well after the All Star break. And you think about the Dodgers starters who have pitched well since the All Star break. Well, it's really been Julio Urias who's been really efficient. Tyler Anderson right behind him. Clayton Kershaw struggled in two starts post All Star break. Uh, Tony Gonsolin got a win, but certainly hasn't been the Tony Gonsolin that was dominant, right, in the first half of the season. So is he going to fall off the rest of the way? Certainly you don't hope so, but look at the reality is Tony Gonsolin, is he going to be able to duplicate that in the second half, what he did in the first half of the season? Maybe not. 11-0 record, that's certainly you know going to put him in Cy Young category if he's able to do that. But you'd hope that the fall-off isn't tremendous. I mean, he's going to come back down to earth, so to speak, eventually, right? You know, he, he was a good pitcher. He's turned into a great first-half pitcher. Let's hope that he kind of falls back and, and, and can keep the momentum going somewhat. You ask him to go 11-0 with a sub-3 RERA the second half of the season as well. And it's kind of asking a lot from a guy who who is just burst onto the scene this year in this Dodgers rotation. Tyler Anderson, you hope he can continue to do what he's doing. He's a veteran, been around a long time. He certainly has figured out his pitches and and, and has gotten better this year with the Dodgers. By all means, uh, his best season in the major leagues this year with the Dodgers. I think he can continue that and as a guy in the back end of the rotation. But yeah, Walker Buehler in his return looks even even bigger now for this Dodgers team with Clayton Kershaw suffering a back injury. And again, we don't know the extent of the back injury. Uh, he says it's sore, it flared up, it was discomfort, bad enough for him to come out of the game already. He's been on the IL this year with the SI joint inflammation where he missed a month. You know, fingers crossed, Dodger fans, positive thoughts for Clayton Kershaw that uh, it's just inflammation, something that can hopefully die down in the next couple of days and he can get right. You know, let's hope that's best case scenario. If not, we're looking at another IL stand for him, meaning Ryan Pepio is going to maybe get a start or two. And Dustin May then will join this Dodgers rotation. Alex and Roland, and Roland Heights is going to be our final call here. Alex, how you doing? Hey, uh, I got a, I got a, a quick concern, man. So I know we got Lee Flamethrowers, bro. We got... Uh... We don't got any guys touching above 95. I know we got Urias touching above 95, mm-hmm. but Urias, you know, he's, he, they haven't given too many innings. Ty Anderson, been lit up. He's barely touched 92. Uh, Donaldson has been lit up the past few starts. When he does touch 95, he throws it like a mile out but of what the is, why, why is a guy throwing 98, 99 matter? If you're getting out, if you're... If you're you're getting ground ball outs and you're you know getting soft contact, it doesn't matter. You don't have to throw 100 miles an hour. You can be a guy who can pitch around it. That does make sense. Like that's, that is real cool. But if, if look, if Ty Anderson does not have his changeup, can't get that going. If sure. the guys are feast or famine, or offense is feast or famine, what's uh, going to happen if he if he gets up like five runs? I mean, I'm just talking about postseason, yeah. talking yeah. about the best teams in baseball with best exit velo. I mean, right. not necessarily. We don't need that, but you know. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it, Alex. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as it was in the years past. The feast and famine. I mean, with Gavin Lux swinging the bad the way he is, the Dodgers last night. Keep in mind, the Dodgers last night won a game against the Giants, a game in which Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman did not have a base hit, first time all year, and they won the game. 
against the Giants. Today, all three get base hits. Mookie Betts, a three-run home run. Trey Turner, a solo home run. And the Dodgers win the game today over the Giants 5-3. to three. So I don't think the feast and famine uh, scenario is necessarily as great as it was the last couple of years for this Dodgers offense. Again, tomorrow, if you're going to the game, Dodgers on deck will start at 6. There is a pregame ceremony scheduled for 6.30 at Dodger Stadium. Again, it'll be at 6.30 at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers are encouraging everybody who's going to the game to get into your seats by 6.30. First pitch is 7.10 as the team commemorates the Hall of Famer Vin Scully who passed away just two days ago. Fans are encouraged to pay their respects in various locations throughout Dodger Stadium. They're going to be signs set up behind the Vin Scully press box, uh, in the outfield, uh, in the Dodger lobby. They're going to be different uh, booths set up and different possessions and uh, Memories of Vin set up and tributes to Vin throughout the stadium. So get on out there. If you're not out there tomorrow, certainly they'll be set up for Dodger games the rest of the year. But tomorrow night, a big pregame tribute to Vin Scully. That will start at 6.30. Again, 6.30 tomorrow night, and we will carry that right here on AM570 LA Sports. So if you can't make it to the game, keep it right here on your home of the Dodgers. AM570 LA Sports will have it for you right here. That'll be Dodgers on deck at 6 First pitch at 7.10. We'll have the Vin Scully tribute at 6.30. Coming up next, my guys, they're stretching it out. Petro some money. PMS till 7 o'clock tonight on this crunchy grooving Thursday. That tap that Thursday as the boys get ready to take over here. Thanks to Colin E. Thanks to Dwayne McDonald. Thanks to Zach as well. Ronnie Fascio. Dodgers get the win today in San Francisco 5-3. to three. Chris Martin, the win and relief of Clayton Kershaw, who left the game with lower back pain. We'll have more on AM570 in the next 24 hours as far as Clayton's status. Coming up next, though, the guys, Petros, money, AM570 LA Sports. So long, everybody.